0: This is an IELTS Energy podcast, episode 805, the heyday of IELTS vocabulary for speaking part three.
1: There is a very good chance that you will be asked in Speaking Part 3 to compare the past with now, and you will need interesting vocabulary. Today we give you four fun phrases to use when comparing the good old days with the present, as well as native sample answers. hey Jessica how's it going
0: (laughs) you surprised me there this is very very uh, uh quick hello how are you doing today Aubrey
1: I'm great. How are you? I'm having a much better morning today.
0: (laughs) Oh, good. Oh, gosh, guys. If you didn't hear yesterday's episode 804, go back and listen to that for a harrowing experience that Aubrey shared with us. Harrowing
1: is a good word and very applicable to that one. (laughs)
0: Such good vocab, though. Harrowing. Oh, gosh. And today, we're talking about vocabulary, actually. Um, what kind of vocab are we going to teach our future IELTS candidates today,
1: Aubrey? I'm excited about this. We're going to talk about vocabulary we can use to compare the past and now.
0: Yes, guys. This vocab is so important for speaking part three. That is specifically what we want you to use this stuff on because in speaking part three, guys, like, sure, you don't know what topic you're going to get. It could be education or parties or news, like such a wide variety of topics. But the thing is, you will be asked to express the same functions in every speaking part three test, right? So, of course, expressing your opinion is the most common function, I think, that we expect you to be able to communicate, but also the advantages and disadvantages of something, Um, talk about a possible future, like speculate on the future of something. And this is super, super common, you guys compare comparing the past and now so that's why we're talking about this today because in my experience a lot of students sort of struggle in trying to talk about the past like there's not a lot of good vocab out there for talking about the past but guys since you're listening today you're gonna have awesome vocab
1: Yes, we're giving you some good ones. I think it's also tricky because when you, you realize in your mind, okay, if I have to talk about the past and immediately the present or the future, you're thinking about verb tenses in your mind. Don't let yes. yourself get distracted about that. Like y- you have been doing this. You have been speaking. You know what sounds right. And when you have this good vocabulary, you're going to have the confidence you need to have a good, solid answer.
0: Yeah, totally. And I mean, guys, if you've practiced as much as you should before the speaking exam, then it should be automatic. If you're Mm -hmm. talking about something finished in the past, past simple. If you're talking about something in the future, will and going to, right? So something like that, guys, should be automatic, right? So just focus on that until it's natural and then you have the mind space to use amazing vocabulary like this.
1: Yes, definitely. So let's talk about the first one. I love this one.
0: <laughs> oh, I say this a lot just because it's, I don't know, it's kind of funny. Um, so in the good old days, so notice guys in the pronunciation here we don't say in the good old days. Nope, we don't talk like that guys. No, nope. We say in the good old days and we like completely drop the D in old. Um, um, Aubrey, do you use this phrase much?
1: Oh, all the time. You know what's funny? My kids have started using this phrase when they ask <gasps> me about my childhood. I, I don't know if <laughs> they learned it at school. My five-year-olds, they'll say, Mom, what was it like in the good old days when you were a kid? I'm like, wait a minute. Oh that sounds way older than that. <laughs> like, I didn't that- live in the good old days.
0: That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Like, on the one hand, it's completely adorable to hear words like this from your five-year-olds. And then on the other hand, you're like,
1: That makes me feel so old.
0: Yeah. That's not applicable here, you guys. I know. It's funny. I I wonder a lot when I'm talking to James about, like, what stuff was like when I grew up and blah, blah, blah. I wonder, like, how old does he think I am? Like, he knows how old I am. Like, the number. Right? but like in his perspective like how ancient are these You're stories So
1: old, so old
0: yeah. oh, i had a neighbor call me ma'am the other day i was like oh, young man please no i didn't say that but um it's trying I was to like,
1: be polite but it makes you I'm feel so ma'am. old
0: i know just no guys okay so you could say in the good old days um we didn't have smartphones, and we were forced to actually talk to our friends in person. So that's one way you could use that on the test. And you could replace that with in the old days. And here's the pronunciation difference, guys. We do say the D in the second phrase, right? Mm-hmm. So in the old days, because old and the D from days, you can't drop the duh, right? So pronounce the D, but that is another option,
1: Yeah, it's true. And it's funny because in the good old days, there's still a D on that date, but it's just so much more emphasized in this one. In the old days, you really hear that D strong. Yeah, totally. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, Okay, guys. So those two, we use exactly the same way. But I think in the good old days, just the pronunciation is a lot more um, interesting. And mm. guys, I mean, it does have to make sense. So don't use it to describe something negative like it is. You are talking about something positive in the past, right? To right. compare it, it to something negative You can't use it to talk about now.
1: something from like, Yesterday or 3 weeks ago. We're talking about a, you know at least a decade ago, wouldn't you say? Maybe more.
0: Yes. Oh, yes, 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 guys. I mean, I would use I I would use this to talk about before I was born actually, you yes. know, like it has to be a significant amount of time in the past. Um all right. So, what's another phrase we could use for the past, Aubrey?
1: Another good one is in days gone by. So, if you say in days gone by, there's almost a feeling of nostalgia to that one, wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah, totally. Um, and this is this is quite formal. So I think this is a nice mix, right? These phrases are showing the examiner quite a range of vocabulary yeah, sure. like they need. So this is a little more formal. In days gone by, um, we would need to connect that to maybe not a personal experience, right? This should be some sort of social observation or a fact right well in days gone by um students were expected to let's see um not all students were expected to matriculate in university
1: (laughs) oh i like that yeah for sure how about (gasps) in days gone by grandparents were very respectful of parents wishes for their children (laughs) that's what i would say for my kids (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and maybe that's not true but that's something I oh, that's feel funny. like <laughs> not perhaps. so much anymore no perhaps <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. In, the, in days gone by, back when things were wonderful.
0: Yeah. You're, I think I think you're um I think that's a telling example there. Aubrey.
1: Maybe. Maybe. <laughs>
0: okay, so yes, yeah, so that's good, guys. Not for personal examples. Um in the good old days, I think that could be a personal example as well. But in mm-hmm. days gone by, that's more of like a social observation type thing. How things used to be different than now. Um, all right, here's another awesome, awesome one. In the heyday of. So this is very similar to saying like in the golden age of something, right? Mm -hmm. So this is a time in the past when something was at its height of quality, maybe popularity, right? So I I use this a lot if I talk about music because I'm, like, way more into classic rock than I am into, like, modern music. Even when I was a kid, I listened to music that was made before I was born. Like, I've always been a fan of stuff from the 60s and 70s. So I would say, like, in the heyday of rock and roll, when the Beatles and the Rolling Stones were number one on the charts, um, the radio was more fun to listen to. (laughs) For
1: sure, yes, it is a good one to use for music for anything that is um, trending. You know, is something totally. popular and then it goes out of style in yes. the heyday of is very appropriate for appropriate for all of that.
0: Yeah, that's true. I think this is best for um, like entertainment type topics, which yeah. do come up a lot. And also just trends in style and fashion as well. And this could also be uh, like sort of business trends, maybe like sales trends when something was really popular in the past. Yeah. If so, I think about
1: Silicon yeah. Valley, right? If you're talking about in the heyday of Silicon Valley, and then you're going to talk about when... You know, companies were selling for all this money, and then, ooh, it kind of slowed down, right?
0: Right, yeah, the, the dot-com bubble mm-hmm. um, we could talk about, yeah. Um, okay, so what is another uh, way to say that something was much more popular and better in the past?
1: Old school is a great (laughs) saying, right? If you're like, ooh, that's old school, when you're talking about like, oh, man, that used to be really cool, it's kind of retro, and it's kind of still seen as cool now, but it's definitely something that's from the past if it's old school.
0: Yeah, so this is definitely slang, um, but... I mean you could you could use these all over the speaking test guys but of course today we're putting it in the framework of speaking part 3 but old school as an adjective to describe something that um is retro that's another great adjective aubrey but yes. something like cool from the past um and it is often like something you are sort of nostalgic about if it's like from your own life like music right or style and fashion and Definitely. James likes to use this too cuz he listens to a lot of my music and And he's like, ooh, this Beastie Boys album is old school. I'm like, oh, my God, I have the coolest eight year old in the world.
1: That is pretty hip. (laughs) I think about it for technology, too. Like if you saw someone using a flip phone, you'd be like, whoa, he's old school
0: oh my gosh, James and I just watched a movie. Oh, what was it? I don't remember. But they were using flip phones in it. And he's like, oh my God,
1: those phones are
0: so weird. I was like, yep, they're pretty old school, buddy. Exactly. Um, All right, guys. So definitely write down, take notes on this vocabulary. And coming up after this short break, we're going to give you sample answers for real Speaking Part 3 IELTS questions.
1: All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Now we're going to share some practice example answers for speaking part three. Are you ready, Jessica?
0: I hope so. I'm always, (laughs) it's so silly, but even now, after like 800 something episodes, I'm still like, oh gosh, am I going to answer these well? Are students going to learn?
1: We still feel exactly what the students feel when they do that speaking test, where it's still something you haven't practiced answering. You haven't had a chance to think about it. You got to answer on the fly. It's still a little nerve wracking for sure.
0: (laughs) Totally. So guys, I think this is one of the strengths of this show is that this is not scripted, right? We are answering these questions on the fly great phrase, just like you guys have to on the speaking test. So, okay.
1: I'm ready, Aubrey. All right. Here's your first question. Jessica, do people get their news from different resources today than they did in the past?
0: Oh, of course. I mean, in days gone by, like in the time of my grandparents, I think it was typical and common to have a newspaper delivered to your doorstep, right? I mean, in the heyday of kids riding bikes by themselves around the neighborhood when it was safe, they would have paper routes. And it was very common. This was a part of society to have the morning paper delivered before you wake up. And then you come downstairs and the dad opens the paper and maybe gives different sections to members of their family and they could read it around the breakfast table. So definitely, that doesn't happen anymore. I mean, in today's age, it's all about technology. Unfortunately, people are buried in their sphere. They're very small sphere of life on the internet. And they're probably only getting the news that applies to their specific interests and beliefs and political leanings, instead of seeing a wide variety that they would see if they had a newspaper. So definitely different resources. And unfortunately, I don't think it's a positive trend.
1: Yes. like I was thinking as you were answering, I was like, should I say thank you, thank you and interrupt you? Like Sometimes in part three, we get interrupted if we answer too long. Because they need to keep asking us questions, right?
0: That's true. But I really wanted to hear
1: what you had to say, so I didn't (laughs) interrupt you.
0: (laughs) I don't think that was too long for a speaking part. Okay, good. good. I think um, the examiner will interrupt you guys if you like past a minute. You know, Mm. there's no hard and fast rule here, but the examiner does want to ask you at least three questions in speaking part three. So if you go on and on, if you start rambling and repeating yourself, you will get interrupted by the examiner. And
1: don't let it throw you off, right? No big deal. Just be ready for the next question. You're not getting docked for having gone long. They just need to ask you another question. Yeah.
0: Totally. All right. Let's do one more question here. Um, All right. Let's I'm see. ready. Aubrey, how has television changed in recent years?
1: Mm, in the good old days, you had to wait and watch your TV show at a specific time on a specific day, whereas now you can binge watch entire seasons of shows. And... In the heyday of like situation comedy, sitcoms, it was kind of exciting to have to be planning on seeing something maybe a Thursday night and plan around that. I thought that was kind of fun. So it's almost disappointing that now I can just sit and watch anything I want at any time. And not only is it disappointing, it's troublesome as far as my schedule because you can waste so much time watching TV, (laughs) right? Whereas before... We couldn't even do that. We had to just watch what was available. And when it was over, that was it.
0: (laughs) I do miss those days, actually. I mean, I I love streaming. I love getting super into a show and like binging it and stuff. And especially with kids, like we can watch anything we want as a family now, which is cool. Um, But I do miss those days because it's like – Everybody you knew was watching the same stuff. Like we would show up to school on Monday and like I would know that my friends that I had in high school, I would know that we all watched Saturday Night Live a couple nights before Mm -hmm. that, you know, and that's work.
1: They called it water cooler talk where everyone would go around the water cooler and say, did you see this episode of such and such last night? Doesn't happen much anymore.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, Okay, guys. So I think we can see from today's episode how much preparation you need for speaking part three. It's tough. Like, this is not an easy test. You actually need different strategies for every part of the speaking test. So if you are ready for the complete system of strategies for every part of the speaking test, as well as the whole IELTS exam, get into Three Keys IELTS, guys. Check it out. We have three different options of how you can study with us. Go to all earsenglish.com forward slash K E Y S.
1: All right. Thanks, Jessica. It's been really fun chatting with you today.
0: All right. You too, Aubrey. Have See a good you later. Day.
1: You too. Bye.
0: Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com com slash my score.